0: Pierczynski, Kratz, Braun, Jones. First of all, we'll talk to Gabrielle Starr uh, about the Red Sox in about 15 minutes. Max Muncie after that. MJ Melendez from the Royals. Logan Allen from the Guardians. Both will come on um, for a kind of duo conversation. And then J.D. Davis also in our number two. Is that enough for you or should I get anyone else?
1: No, I think that's probably might be too many.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Kratzy, AJ had a really rough day. Yesterday he did work and then in the evening mm-hmm. I watched some of I then quickly got out of the Mariners White Sox game it got a little bit out of hand. Did it? I, th- I thought it was fine. 14 It was 5 nothing in the first. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I left, Kratzy.
2: That's that's a good time to leave. Especially when you have to when you have to get ready for your birthday today? That's Absolutely. Right, that's right. Thank we're, you.
0: We're, he didn't want us to talk about that by the way. Yeah, I got a lot to talk about it. I'm not I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, it's a good one. Thank you. Appreciate you. Um Are we and also, have to say the
1: number. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Oh, okay. It's it's probably online somewhere. Somewhere bad. Maybe fakely online somewhere. Maybe for years in my old job on TV, like for the first like probably at least five to seven years. They're like, what is this guy? 15? I'm like, no, I just just take care of my face. It's good skincare. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyway. Oh, thank you, thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> we're looking at it I don't know if anyone can hear if there is anything but thank you I don't look very pleased actually in that photo are you, are you on a I'm, magic carpet
2: what's going on in that picture
0: I don't know but there's a little bit of resting bitch face for me there not gonna lie but like Kratzy's you. having a great time as usual <laughs> <the water>. shocker <laughs> <laughs> uh, also one other shout out to Chaz McCormick you weren't here yesterday Jonesy but he joined the show and then um Tanked twice. So good for him. Thanks for coming on.
1: Also, both guests we had on yesterday went yard. Uh, No, Ford Ford went yard. Oh, he did? Yeah, just Uh, Luis Robert caught it and brought it back.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to (laughs) say, no, he
1: didn't. (laughs) No, he did. But Luis Robert jumped over the fence and brought it back. As soon as he hit it, I was like, oh, shit. And then Luis Robert jumped over the fence and did it. He's pretty good. (laughs) Hold the Jonesy on him.
0: Yeah, well, uh, congrats to to Chaz on the two homers. All right, now let's charge the damn mound and get to some business here first off and and some very serious business as the Wander Franco story continues to unravel. Really, the next step here is that he's placed on administrative leave until further notice, MLB, and you have the authorities in the Dominican Republic that are both separately investigating the alleged relationships with underage girls and the um, statement here, says per an agreement between MLB and the MLBPA, Juan Franco has been placed on administrative leave until further notice as MLB continues its ongoing investigation. The administrative leave effective immediately is not disciplinary under the joint domestic violence, sexual assault and child abuse policy. We will comment further at the appropriate time. So for now, I mean, the news as far as him being on the field is the same. He's not going to be on the field. I'm going to speculate a little bit that it could be surprising to see him on the field at some point this season. I, I think we'd be surprised, many of us at this point, just looking at the past history of how these investigations have gone and the report last week from Hector Gomez, who we're trying to get on the show pretty soon as well to give us more context. But Wander, for now, he, he'll be getting big league service time and he'll get paid uh, in two mil- his $2 million salary this year while they continue the investigation to see what was going on there. So, again, just... Shitty news at the moment um, for Rays fans, you know, who obviously aren't involved here and, and don't get to see some of their best players on the field, is what Mark Topkins said. This is one of the worst weeks ever in franchise history, if not the worst week in terms of what's going on on and off the field here.
1: Yeah, it's just not only is it bad for Rays fans, it's bad for baseball because this kid is ultra talented. And we don't know that we don't know all the details, we don't know all the stuff, you know, it leaks out and And it's just when you see this, you know, you just you you feel horrible for everyone involved, like the the girls, the the wonder Franco. I mean, everything. And we don't again, we don't know. We can't speculate on what happened because nobody's really saying what exactly happened other than some Instagram photos kind of leaked out. And so it's just a horrible situation for the game and for Major League Baseball and the fans. And, And I mean, I hope it comes to the right solution, which is, you know, hopefully you know, whatever that right solution is. And, 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 it's just, it's just a sad situation. And, and gosh, man, I mean, you guys, you know, Jonesy and Kratz, you guys have been through this. I don't know if we've ever been through it, like to this extent where teammates get in trouble and you, you know, you try to find forgiveness and you try to move on from it. But man, this situation is just, is just so tough because
3: of, of everything that you're reading. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's multi-level obviously, it's it's a stain on baseball for sure because you know Wander Franco's an all star. He is a one of the game's top players. Um, but like you said, it, it's we don't know everything. Um, we feel sorry definitely for for the young ladies involved in this. Um, it just it just sucks on so many different just so many different levels. Um, hopefully we can get to a solution uh, sooner than later. So um people can resume their lives you know i know the rays especially fighting for a pennant race they don't want this hanging over their heads and have to be asked about it i'm sure they've had their own internal conversations but it's just it's just an unfortunate situation and something you never you don't wish on your uh, worst enemies
2: yeah this is no matter what we want the truth to come out on both ends of this this is bad if this is true this is bad if somebody's making something up this is bad like we want the truth to come out so However long this takes, I think this is something that MLB does a really good job of. Not like, well, let's let him play and we'll keep investigating. They're doing their due diligence so that nobody is assumed guilty. He's not, you know, both sides are very, seem like they're very amicable in this, in the sense that, yes, we need to have administrative leave and it all gets sorted out. It's, it's a... It is not something that you sign up for as an organization when you have your face of your franchise going through something like this.
0: And this Wander signed for a really long time with the ball club. Yeah, it's like and a they were putting him line right? lifetime contract for your career. You they, know,
1: they were putting him as the face of the Rays for yes. the next ten plus years, and now this and, and and you know, there's just no, there's nothing we can say really other than reporting what is coming out. Mm-hmm. But you know the the. The fact that MLB you know, suspended him and the, or, or put him on leave last week, sorry, suspended is the wrong word, but yeah. put him on leave last week for a week and he's already, the week expired, so they had to make another decision and then they did this, you know, it's, you know, again, we don't want to speculate, but it sure seems like, yes, they're doing their due diligence. I mean, they don't just do this normally without having something. Right? No, there's an investigation. I mean, there's, we don't they, have, they have much yet, they but have there's an something. investigation
0: in the Dominican Republic, and now MLB does their own to see, right? Because even, and we've seen this in the past, even regardless of, of what happens in potential court cases, MLB can still do its own in, investigation. We saw all of that unfold with the Trevor Bauer situation, right? Trevor Bauer's playing, but MLB suspended him separately for a long time. And the one other thing we do know is there are two girls that have raised concerns. One was that that public Instagram situation. It was taken down and we don't know a ton there. And the other is with law enforcement. That part we know too. So that was brought up before that. And th- that's all we know at the moment. But that's enough, you know, an MLB probably knows more behind the scenes for them to say, okay, this is super serious. This could have legs to it. We need to take time to keep him off the field so we can see what's going on right now behind the scenes. And I agree with Kratzy. That is the right thing to do. 100%. You know, even if, even if the player is, is saying, Hey, I did nothing wrong, whatever. Like the, the situation has to play itself out. You can't yeah. be at the ballpark on the field. Like it, it would be a circus right now to have him with the ball club. No, I mean, you guys played like, imagine if a player in a situation like this, and we have had many, you know, admin leaves or situations um, where players have been under investigation, like. If they were with the team during a moment like this, it would probably be a disaster. For the team and
2: for the player. Like, just everything involved. And it might even inhibit the investigation, which to me is the most important part of it. Ultimately, this is like a small time span in his career. But I think the investigation is the most important part. So they get it right. And if you're still on the field and like other stories are being concocted, like when you saw Wander on his Instagram live feed and Jose Siri walked behind him and said something like you're with your teammates all the time and they're not investigating anything. They just know you as a person. And, you know, the longer you're at the field, the longer you're around other people, maybe it slowly drags them into it. Like, Oh, look what this person said during this time. If, the investigation brings something negative out of this.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. You yeah, had the, the part with Jose Siri quickly running into that IG Live. So a lot still to cover on this front. Um, let's jump to uh, the next, I would say, pressing topic in the sport over the past 24 hours. Um, the owner of the Baltimore Orioles <laughs> talking about the long-term future of players in Baltimore, a New York Times interview. Um, I believe it was Tyler Kepner, right? Who wrote it? Uh, I who's, think so. who's excellent because economics? Angelos quote conceded that it might not be feasible for his popular young core to be career Orioles like Brooks Robinson, Jim Palmer, <laughs> and Cal Rifkin Jr. And this was a, a tweet here from Brent Harris. Hope the O's figure out a way to pay Adley, Gunner, Grayson. And Angelos went on to specifically cast a negative on the idea of giving one player a 150 to 200 million dollar contract, which, in my <laughs> own mind, by the way, Adley's already going to get that uh, from someone. <laughs> Claiming, "quote We would be so financially underwater that you'd have to raise the prices massively." Okay, Jonesy. Obviously, we're going to go to you first. You played for Baltimore, and also, dude, like I'm offended that they didn't include you. You got a big ass deal. You stuck around there for a long time. Where's your damn uh, name?
3: I thought I would be a lifetime, a lifetimer there. Also, yeah.
0: um,
3: things don't work. Things don't always work out like that for for players. Um, you you know, fan bases. I learned that fan bases, they root for the name on the front a lot longer than they root for the name on the back. Um, but it's, it, it, it's, the timing of it sucks because, again, the timing of the, uh, the Kevin Brown incident with the team just playing so great, it just, it just overshadows everything that the team is doing. And, and you know, the, the players, they're, they're playing with their heads down, not worried about all the stuff that's going on outside. It's just when they're asked about things like this, it just, you know, takes them away from, from what's going on at hand. And, A.J., you know this, too. It's, when I got caught up with the Mariners, we, weren't, we were good, but, like, not that good. So all the veteran guys would leave the clubhouse when the media came in. And me, 22 years old, just like, hey, they're asking me all these tough questions. I didn't understand. I didn't have the, the service time to understand the, the question to you know ask me six seven years later down the road i got you they're asking rookies and second year players questions about ownership when they most guys don't even meet the damn owner yet
1: here's my thing john angelos stop just stop please stop talking no your team no 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 please for for these reasons one (laughs) your team is really good and there's never been an owner in the history of baseball that's lost money when they sell their team. So if you don't like the economics of baseball, sell the damn team. Because you got Rushman, Henderson, you got Holiday coming, you got Santander, you got Mountcastle, you got Hayes, you've got all these dudes. Not even talking Bradish and the pitching and, and Bautista and Cano and all these other dudes. You're going to have to pay somebody because guess what? As much as you think the fans will keep coming to Camden Yards, and it's a great place to watch a game, if you continually to do this, They're going to stop because at some point you're already charging 875 for a hot dog, $18 for a beer, but their payroll's huge. Their payroll's 28 out of 30. I was joking. I I know. But (laughs) what I'm saying is at some point, John, and and this is not about you, John, this is about the team. So stop doing interviews and stop talking about things like this, suspending Kevin Brown, not signing the lease for Camden yards. Now you bring up the payroll. We haven't gotten to Masson yet. Like, stop. Let the attention be on the team. This is not about you, John Angelos. Yes, we all know you own the team. And your dad owned the team for a long time. But let it be about the organization, Mike Elias and Brandon Hyde and the Orioles. Like, it's not about John Angelos. Just sit back in the back. I just always look at, like, the Patriots are kind of the model. Kraft, he just said something very – you know, but when he said it, it meant – but now you got John Angelos, like, oh, this is about me and me. Look at
0: me. like, Dude, shut up and go away. But he has to explain himself because this is an exciting young ball club that is going to be good for a certain window of time and then they're going to cost more and then they are going to leave if you don't lock them up to early extensions. The teams that do it right, and I know there have been teams that have done it wrong, that have tried to lock guys up to extensions and they haven't all panned out. But most ball clubs, when they have longevity, it's because they did lock up players long-term. Like the Atlanta Braves, or look at the Atlanta Braves. Josie, wouldn't you? Josie, wouldn't you like
1: the Orioles to be the Atlanta Braves? It's yeah. not like Adley Rushman's
0: going to fall off a cliff. Gunnar Henderson's going to fall off a cliff. Yeah, but the Orioles are operating, you know, payroll wise, like the Rays, or even yeah, maybe less than lo- that. Lock these dudes up. They can lock them up now. Gunnar yeah, Henderson. Ha- Adley already costs a hundred something. Okay, fine. At least.
1: Okay, fine. But you can lock up these other dudes, right? For a, a, a fair amount. I mean, people said when Acuna signed, it was horrible for him. And great for the Braves and Albies too, right? And it probably was for Acuna and Albies. But they were happy because what do we tell players all the time? Get your first contract. Yep, yep. If, you, if a team comes to you and says, hey, man, you're 22 years old, we're going to give you seven years, $80 million. You have a hard time as a player, as a 22-year-old person, going, hmm, But I could make ninety million. (laughs) Fuck that, dude. Like I'll take my 80 and go to the bank and be like,
0: I'm living a pretty damn good life for the next rest of my life. It hasn't happened yet, though, Kratzy.
2: No, it uh, but what what long what long-term extensions early didn't work out? Like for every Scott Kingery, there are, you know, you can't say Fernando Tatis didn't work out. Like still got like 16 more years of it. You can't say like what long-term extensions at young ages of kids don't work out? There are some, not more than not more. Oh, most of them. Work. Most of them work.
1: Now pitchers every once in a while get hurt, but most Absolutely. position
0: player-wise, like Luis Severino's been hurt a lot. He struggled with the Yankees. I'm talking position, position players. Position players. The White Sox have had some issues. I mean, Moncada. Let's okay. He's still been okay.
2: He's been okay. Yeah,
0: Mongo. Mongo worked that out. Worked for the
2: out. Ring? I don't know. He we can. Eat.
0: Dude, we can do 100 players that work out on the mm-hmm. extension side. I am completely for it, throwing that money out there. That is the way that you can have long-term success because you can't pay everybody a ton if they're superstars. My thing, is, my thing is, lock these guys up, yes,
2: but I disagree with you, AJ. No, John, keep talking. <laughs> keep talking. You're just
1: being selfish, though. You just want to have something to talk about.
2: I am, but I call for guys to be talking, and I want to see what his, his truth is. He lives in a different world. Like he flies on more PJs than Jonesy does. Like he lives in a circle of people who probably don't have the kinds of overhead costs for their organization. Like a baseball owner would have, he lives in a world that is wrought with just businessmen and politicians and all this stuff. And so he sees things in his truth. He sees them differently. You didn't hear jack from this guy when the Orioles sucked. Nothing. It was like a three-year hiatus. He came out of hiding to make fun of, who was that, Connolly or Dan Connolly? I forget who the writer was.
0: Yeah, Dan Connolly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when he was challenging, hey, look at our books. I mean, this is part of the problem, Krati, is they're not poor. If they were poor, you sell the team. Open the books. He won't. Open do the book. You don't even need I, to open the books. I'll open already know every owner is rich. But it's he said bet. he would. You don't need to go any deeper than he that. He said he would open the books. So I want it. one owner at one time to have the courage to actually show all the books. If you're bitching about your business and you show own, the books, you own a franchise. This goes through any sport, Jonesy. Is it not insulting to all human beings if you own a sports franchise to play poor? That is like the ultimate insult to your fan base
3: to your fan base yes but not to your personal wealth i mean (laughs) mean, billionaires are billionaires for a reason not because they cared about everybody else's feelings and emotions that that's not the uh true the, the care of a billionaire but to that if you own a sports team and we're i mean we talk as athletes but as but as fans too we all fans of different sports and we don't have that, you know, that conversation. If I own the sports team, I'd be there. I Personally, I'd be like Mark Cuban if I was an owner. I'd be there. I'd be at the game. I may not be so involved to where I get fined, but I may – I would be involved. I'd be bomber. I'd be there because I love sports that much. When I see owners not there at a, at the games and stuff like that, I'm not – I don't think that – okay, they don't like the product. Most owners make their money in different ways, and then the baseball is just, you know, another – you know – LLC for them, but I always look at baseball owners as fan, like as a fan. I got all that money, I get it. You fly this way, you live a certain life, but at the end of the day, you can you can for three hours, you can be a fan. Or I'm sorry, two hours and thirty six minutes, you can be a fan, and you can be a little kid. It's okay to have a hot dog and some nachos and spill it, spill something on your shirt. You don't always have to be so
0: ownerish. You know what I mean? I, that's that's the kind of owner I would be. That that is perfect. That's the perfect line. Don't be so ownerish. Just like yeah. it's your toy, have fun. Otherwise, you know you're don't rich.
3: You know yeah, everybody hey. is loaded. We know that, but like you don't on, always right. have to be in an eight hundred dollar collared shirt and stuff. Man, wear some Nike shorts in a in a t shirt. You're like, just it's okay the to wear team apparel. Wear the team apparel.
0: That's okay too. Yep, I'm with you. All there's right, a we're...
1: reason. There's a reason why there's guys re- lined up to buy sports franchises because they're losing money.
0: Because you're rich <laughs> as hell. So spend the damn money and do it for your people. Just tank for a billion years, come on. All right, Gabrielle Starr ready to go right now from the Boston Herald covers the Boston Red Sox joining us on FT Live. Gabrielle, we appreciate the time, great to have you on. So uh, AJ at the beginning of the season made a bet that if the Red Sox won more games, you would what, dye your hair red? Red. And if the White Sox won more games, who's dyeing their hair white? A buddy of mine. It doesn't matter now, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it's not like it
1: doesn't even matter who it is. Can't at this wait point, point, for their hair. Goes.
0: When is this, October?
1: I don't know. we got to figure that out.
2: Okay. But just know that the day it
1: happens, i will also be the day I shave my head. So
0: (laughs) you am going to get a picture of it real quick. Okay. I'll be here. I'm here every day. So to go back to the question, though, how surprised are you? What's worked out to get them to this point to still be at least definitely in the conversation for a wild card spot, which is much more than we can say about their division rival?
4: Well, first of all, AJ, is it – Justin Turner red, or are we talking, like, Red Sox red? Like or,
1: you, you see the jersey behind Scott? The red <laughs> Sox yeah. red. Like, not All Justin right. Turner red. Like, I'm talking, like, red red. So, it's going to be, a, it's going to be, like, red on my shirt. It's going to match perfectly.
0: Carlton All Fisk right. jersey, by the way, right here.
4: I love that. Love Carlton Fisk. Um, you know, it's interesting. I think the question isn't so much, am I surprised by them maybe exceeding expectations as more am I surprised how many things have gone right for them in a season when so many things have gone wrong for them? Because this is basically a repeat of last year, and the difference is when they're getting injured, they have depth in the minor leagues that can help them kind of cushion that blow. And the injuries aren't as long and calamitous, and those guys are coming back. So you lose Chris Sale, you get Chris Sale back. You lose Tanner Houck, Tanner Houck's coming back tonight, Garrett Whitlock. These guys aren't done for the year. They're done for a month. And while they're out, there's other guys that are able to pick them up. So I think it's more a testament to the growth in their farm system and the talent that they've developed that's kind of not only kept them treading water, but put them in the wild card conversation this late into the season, which I don't think most people expected at the beginning of the year.
2: I love their farm system. I say that because I worked for them for about half a year. But <laughs> is this season been a failure in the sense of shoot, they did kind of, they didn't do much to get to like make this team? And now ownership's being award rewarded for like, ah, oh, we were so close to the playoffs. So could this set them back? I asked the last Red Sox, Red Sox personnel we had on, could this set them back for years? Because ownership who's non-existent, has been booed out of the stadium, out of Sox Fest, He's like, well, look what we did. We created a team that almost made it, and we're better than the Yankees, so we win.
4: And without exceeding the luxury tax, which is always as impressive as the Tampa Bay Rays are, in that way, they're, they're bad for teams like the Red Sox, who should be spending every year... Uh, And and don't spend every year, though they do spend a lot. uh, Anyone who wants to pretend they don't go over the luxury tax on a regular basis is, is, you know, ignoring tax. I I don't know. I mean, I think in some ways it's bad when they overperform in a season when they're not supposed to. But I think a lot of people inside and outside of the organization saw this as a bridge year where they might be better than... People expect they were definitely going to be better than last year because it was pretty hard not to be better than last year. But that this was going to be a year where they showed that they were getting close, and that next year would be that year when they're kind of back in business. And I think you're seeing that they're strongly towards the back in business side with the way that they've played this year with the farm system um, because they do have so much talent. I mean, they just called up a guy that they got at last year's trade deadline from the Houston Astros. He's going to make his debut against the Houston Astros this week. Will Lil Urabreu, they got him for Christian Vasquez. The guy's hitting absolute bombs in AAA, and now he's joining the big league team. Is it bad that the Red Sox, you know, didn't do maybe more at the trade deadline, didn't, you know, go over the luxury tax again this year? Maybe. Uh, but you also see a lot of guys that they were either linked to or interested in who aren't having such good years or have gotten injured where you think, well, maybe they dodged a bullet and maybe the Red Sox are playing chess and everyone else is playing checkers uh, by not just desperately throwing money and prospects at anyone to try and be a postseason team.
1: Gabriel, Gabriel, let's go back to your first thing you said. Luxury tax, Red Sox. They're not the Baltimore Orioles. This isn't John Angelos. <laughs> no. This is John Henry and the Red Sox we're talking about. I... Spend the damn money, and make the team good.
4: I say This isn't it all a the poor time. team.
1: This isn't a, oh, we're in a small market. We have nobody that comes to the games. This is the Red Sox.
4: I know, you you're you're, ta- you're you're talking to a mirror. I I say it all the time. I write it in the Herald. You know, this is a team where they can celebrate hitting, like resetting the luxury tax this year and at the end of the day, they're the most expensive ticket in the game for a family of 4. And and they're they're the Red Sox. They're one of the richest ownership groups in all of professional sports, not just baseball. They should be spending the money every year. But I also understand why after finishing in last place last year, they'd want to reset. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. I think every team should be spending to win every single year. I don't think any team should be going into the season a guaranteed loser before opening day. I think it's bad for the sport that the same six or seven teams are going to the playoffs every single year, and then there's one or two literal wild cards that are sneaking in. It shouldn't be that way. The best part of baseball used to be how unexpected these things were, that a team like the 2004 Red Sox could sneak in on that one wild card, upset the Yankees, and reverse the curse. That's the kind of stuff that makes baseball so exciting. And you can speed up the pitch clock all you want, but at the end of the day, if every single postseason is Astros, Dodgers, Yankees, and then, ooh, the Baltimore Orioles snuck in there, it's, it's not going to be – intriguing for fans, uh, young fans of those other fan bases, you know, those people who didn't grow up watching the Pittsburgh Pirates 30 years ago, back when, you know, they were potentially a contender. Kids today aren't going to grow up being Pirates fans if the Pirates don't do anything ever.
0: That's a good message for Bob Nutting. And for... John Fisher in Oakland and yes. Angelo. <laughs> yes. and there's a whole and John oh, Angelo's well. in Baltimore. We could go on and on. The sport <laughs> is the gift that keeps on giving. Gabrielle, we're a little short on time this time, but let's bring you back because because of a of little tech there. We'd love to have you back sometime soon. Hopefully, uh, the Sox keep it going. Let's let's bring you back in September. You good Thank for a call up?
4: Oh yeah, anytime.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. That's uh, Gabrielle Starr, and you can see her work uh, at GFSSTARR1 on Twitter and also read her reports and articles in the Boston Herald. Let's uh, run through the list of games for this evening. It is time to hit some last minute game time, uh, game action for you, and check out the slate on a Tuesday. Obviously, usually got all night games, so good time to look at it. If you're watching right now and you're like, you know what? It's nice out. I want to hit a ball game tonight. You hit that game time app. You use the code, which we'll show you in just a sec. And you get hooked up with some of the best uh, seed offers that you'll ever, ever see. Much better than the rest of the competition, which I'll show you in a sec. But sponsored by our friends at game time. uh, Jonesy, you want to take us to a game this evening? Are you going to Baltimore? Uh Uh-oh, you're muted. Oh, you're muted, Adam. I mean, oh, it, you sorry. look great, but there you
3: I'm go. Sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm going. I'm going to Atlanta. Uh, it's the, the Mets Braves. They're just they're just good. They're, they're a good matchup, and I love what uh, Alby said. He said we take it personal when we beat the hell out the Mets. So that series seems like it's it's starting to get a little bit more chippy and a little bit more personal. Obviously, two markets, two teams that just battle each other and always have for, you know, the history with Chipper Jones and John Rocker, go back to those days. These franchises just, I, I want to see something escalate. I just want to see the benches clear. Even if they don't fight, I just want to see something. I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. yeah.
3: Uh, really. Actually,
0: you're going to go, you'll go after Kratzy. So, because mm-hmm. Kratzy sometimes gets offended that you take his game. Mm. No. Kratzy, where I don't you going?
2: You, I don't get offended. Just, he hogs all the games. I feel bullied. He talked about three games. Not offended, bully. There's four games I get to pick three of them. You guys get the other one. He gets. To, he's like, oh, I like this one. I like that one. I'll hop yeah, to this I'm one. A fan. I'm going to go right down the road. We should be talking more about this Phillies-Giants game when you have two teams in the wild card hunt and the Phillies came out and had a statement game. 12-4 victory over the Giants. Giants-Phillies. I think Taiwan Walker has to step up. He has... Not pitched very well, and it's been early on in the games where he's not looked very good. Velocity down, he's going to come out here. He's got a chance to either be out in the third inning or punch out 10 Giants. So there's there's a lot of action going on in this game. I'm going because, yeah,
0: I want to see Kyle Harrison. Hell yeah. Making Rube, his Rube. debut. Let's see it for the Giants. And this is a guy who, yeah, stuff-wise, I mean, he's got – Number one potential. We'll see. If he locates. We'll see. The strikeout to walk numbers are not your friend in the minor leagues, but we'll see. we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. Is that your game? Yeah, that's my game. You're So you want to go in the same as Krabs? Yeah. So you feel You're bullied? sit next
1: to
2: each other and share popcorn yeah, and I, some chickies I, and I, I, pizza fries. Oh, God. I'd like to go crabs. to a game with fries, my friend.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go by myself. I'm going yeah. with Krabs.
2: Okay, I just want to make sure you don't feel
1: bullied since you picked your game.
0: I never feel bullied. Okay, good. I feel uh,
1: bullied. All right, well, I'm going to Arizona. Gallon's pitching for Arizona. John Gray for Texas, and this is a must-win for both both teams. Why? Because the Rangers are on fumes right now, and guess who's coming? Hmm. The Astros and the Mariners, or as my daughter's friend called them, the Mariners.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, John Gray and Gallon. Gallon's been great in the Cy Young conversation. Arizona wins on the Tommy Pham walk-off last night. But the Rangers got to get hot again. They're kind of mm, started sliding a little bit. And granted, the Mariners are hot as fire and the the Astros are coming. But both teams need to win this game for not only division rights, but also for wild card. And it's a great pitching matchup. Both those guys can can pitch.
0: Rangers haven't lost five in a row until just now. (laughs) And you got two teams. Bad time. You got got the Mariners who won't lose. The Mariners. (laughs) They might have to change their name. Mariners. Like Marina.
1: Mariners. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter's best friend. Who, what game you doing, Mister P? And I said Seattle and the White Sox. She goes, Oh, the Mariners. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, come on. <laughs> I like
0: that. I'm going to start calling them that. It uh, fits though, right? Do yeah. they have the Trident and the Marine? you thinking? I mean, sure, close enough. Eh. I've I've heard worse. At at least you know they've seen the team name after sure. the city, so. I'll give them that. Um, Let's uh, hit the GameTime app right now, shall we? And show you what we're working with. So if you use the code FTLive, you hit up the app. You pick what city you're at. Bottom right side, you see the profile section. You're going to put that redeem code in there for FTLive. Um, But if you're looking for last-minute tickets, this is the spot. Could be sports. Could be elsewhere. If you're stressed out, this is where you want to go. Download the app or go to GameTime.co. You can see images of your where your seat's at, right, right there. I'm looking, I'm like, nah, that's too high for AJ. He's gonna complain about it, so I'll pick a different spot. Boom, there There we go, okay, that's better. He wants to catch a foul ball, fine. Um, And the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price, always, if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference, 110% of the difference. It is the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. So snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the app, create an account use code FT live for 20 bucks off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account redeem code FT live for 20 bucks off. Last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed on game time. We're going to talk to a San Francisco giant quite soon JD Davis Mm -hmm. about the Kyle Harrison debut coming soon for the Giants. Also, you've seen uh, what the Giants throw out there rotation wise. Mm-hmm. It's like bullpen action, pretty mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. almost Gabe, every game.
1: Gabe Kapler, especially, other than Webb and Cobb, but they've right?
0: been running, you know, all kinds of unique, like mm-hmm. it's almost like a unique X's and O's format because, you know, options. Yeah,
1: yeah. So yes. it's like, let's see how. It's one of the things that when you talk to other managers about when they play the Giants, like we're going to get the lineup late, and there's going to be some funky thing in there that we weren't expecting. So they're always trying to play catch up. And do you like guys like get Jackson, pissed
0: about that? Do you guys? Who's you guys? I'm saying, do guys get? Oh, pissed guys about are that? Just like, like uh, other teams. Players, no, they're just managers. kind of like,
1: eh. We know it's coming, so we're. Yeah, it. and it's like almost at times when you do it when you when you're broadcasting a Giants game, it's almost like how late can they put the lineup up to the public so the other team can see it because they can't make adjustments to whatever they're doing. It, it's it's kind of a cat and mouse game. <laughs> Buck Showalter used to do that a lot. He used to change oh. in, do a bunch of things because Aussie Aussie and, and Joey Corey used to get so mad because. They they do the calligraphy on the lineup card and then Buck change. They're like, son
0: of a bitch, now I gotta redo it, and they only have a certain amount of lineup cards. But that was Buck. Kratzy? Did you see smart. that? I mean, I, I've seen also opposing managers be like, well then I'm putting all my info out late too. Yeah, they play
2: the game. Oh they get so pissy about it. It's so <laughs>
0: it's so
2: middle school. Like, oh, I know they're gonna do this. Well, that's just Let's just hold it back. It's like, whatever. Who cares? The Orioles are going to play everybody. The exact same lineup is going to be eight guys. It's just a matter of Buck is really on a Ryan Flaherty day or not. And he's like, everybody else is just going to play. Like, there's not, yes, the Giants are going to throw, they're going to throw Walker. I think it's Ryan Walker has opened like 31 of their games so far. But then they're going to go, they're going to go to one of their, one of their, bulk guys they have too many coaches to be able to make a decision on time in the giants dugout they lead the league in coaches
0: they do have a lot of coaches Mm -hmm. that was covered a few years ago and then they were like yeah but we won 100 some odd games and finally someone took down the dodgers in the division for a hot second
1: i'll tell you what i tell you who wasn't playing games last night we already talked about it Luis castillo did you guys see what he did last night 47 straight heaters and just was blowing it by dudes. So you called that game. What's the deal? 47. He was up nine to one. And from like the fifth to the seventh inning, he didn't throw anything but a heater and they couldn't freaking hit it. And I said on the air, I said, he is coming right at these dudes and he doesn't care. And I'm telling you, the catcher was like, Cal Raleigh was like right down the middle, 97. And it was strikeout and pop-up strikeout. We cut. it was unbelievable.
0: There it is. Seven innings, a run, no walks, nine strikeouts.
1: Jonesy, what are you doing as a hitter if a guy's like, yep, I ain't throwing nothing but a heater, 47 in a row.
3: I'm going I'm, I'm to be extremely happy. Uh-huh. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's crazy, though, because in the back of your head, you're like, he might snap off something. You know what I mean? Because he might throw that phenomenal changeup. But if it's just proven, he, and if he tells you, like, hey, I'm just going to give you fastballs. like, And that's what he's crazy. I always wondered that, why pitchers just don't do that. You got a big lead. You throw your fastball for strikes the majority of the time, but you should have the most control with that. You should. Why don't they just pound the zone with the fastball when you have this big-ass lead instead of just, like, trying to nitpick and do all this stuff, and then you end up getting a three-run home run, letting the team right back in the game?
0: Remember, what was Lance McCullers with the curveball? The playoffs? He threw,
1: like, 40 in a row or something.
0: Against yeah, the Yankees, I think it was like twenty. Pratt, weren't
1: you on that team? Twenty yep.
0: something. Seventeen. 20 something.
2: He threw twenty-three or twenty-eight straight curveballs.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's in he it right now. He's no. painful.
2: Curveball. This isn't yeah. the. This isn't the '80s. Curveballs don't break your elbow, man. Throw that. Come heater, on, Jonesy. He throw ninety-five would sink. Throw that. No, Jonesy. You man. throw ninety-five with sink to you. You're probably swinging at it before the first pitch of the game. You're running up there as he's warming up. Whack. when he got got out of bed, I was swinging. Yeah, he woke (laughs) up. First warm-up pitch in the bullpen. Jonesy's out there standing on deck like, got you. I got you. No, like, there's, like, if a pitch is working, keep throwing it, especially when you're up 9-1. to I don't care if he throws 28 straight curveballs. If it's working, it's like the dude, I think AJ would be the guy that would come, hey, throw your heater, throw your fastball one time. Like, hit my fastball. I'll keep throwing a curveball. Luis was the opposite way. And I think that's what pitchers need to do. He was just going right at guys. And you have an opportunity to go seven innings instead of six innings. Hopefully, I mean, but this is what the Mariners do. They have their starting rotation goes deeper into games than any team in the big leagues right now. And they have a really good bullpen. And I think that's why they're getting hot in August. Forty seven in a row. I'm just
0: saying. That's not a knuckleball. What were you saying? Because I was gone by then.
1: I, I was just like, he is just challenging him, and he is saying, White Sox, you cannot hit my heater. And I didn't know at the time it was that many in a row. I just was noticing that it was just, I mean, it was just challenge fastball, challenge fastball. I mean, it was like, it was like, and the thing was, it wasn't like they were even close. They didn't even hit one hard for three innings at least. I mean, it was just, here he comes. And he was throwing them right here, and they were either missing them or hitting weak contact. And man, I mean, gosh, I, I don't know. Kratzi, is a catcher, I get like, yeah, it's easy. He was winning nine to one. But in the back of your mind, you're like, at some point, one of these big league hitters is going to catch up to
0: one. But he didn't care because he got such a lead, and his fastball's nasty. I mean, yeah. His fastball is great. like the
1: hardest to hit fastball in baseball. Yeah. I mean, opponents hit like 150 off his fastball.
0: He might want to do that more often, then. It was good practice for him. I mean, 47, though. At what point are you
2: sitting there like, I wonder if this is the one? Because I've been in games where, especially with, I don't know if you ever did it, AJ, but like sinker ball guys, I would, th- I would call the sinker and we'd give up two hits like on three pitches and I'm like, ha, here's a sinker, ground ball double play. And all of a sudden we're down four runs. I'm like, what happened? And I've called 11 straight sinkers because I think each sinker is going to be a ground ball double play. But with Cal in that situation, was Cal still in, or did they bring O'Keefe in by the time he was calling that many fastballs? No, Cal was too
1: busy going deep twice and having six RBIs.
2: Like it was like I just don't know at what point where you're like, huh? Especially when you have the buttons, you're like, eh, whatever, fastball again. (laughs) That's what I'm
1: saying. Like I don't know as a catcher, I'd have enough guts to call 47 in a row. Was it his call? I don't know. Maybe Louis. Maybe Castillo went to him and said. We're just gonna throw fastballs.
0: Yeah, don't even worry. Or just fake signs. Sometimes. And then after Jake they Taylor showed, we... baby, Jake yeah. Taylor,
3: let's get nasty. Let's get. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we showed we
1: showed we showed him in the dugout after they took him out after the seventh inning, nine punches, one run, four hits or something. And he's like, all smiles, and he's hugging everybody. And I'm like, you know, he's going over there, just going, man, I just blew these dudes away with one pitch.
2: I, mean, that I wonder if he's good. I wonder if he's more sore. I wonder if he's more sore today from throwing more fastballs or if that's easier for him. Let's get him on. Um, I mean,
0: what do you guys think? I thought that – I mean, isn't that less stress than – I don't know. I never pitched. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a pitcher today. I pitched Sorry. quite a womp bit in womp. the big leagues. but.
2: <laughs> Were you
1: more sore when you threw more fastballs or less? <laughs> was,
2: I wasn't <laughs> sore. I was I was just throwing knuckleballs and speedballs in there. Wait, didn't – Jones, you didn't pitch?
0: Never pitched. Not you.
1: <laughs> I never I only played one position. I wasn't like yeah. get around bases guy.
0: My thing is I, I've read a couple articles this year where they're like, hey, let's take you inside the matchup. This reliever threw, you know, nine sliders in a row and you talk to the hitter and the hitter's like, Oh, I don't know if another slider's gonna come or not. I was laughing because in this case I'm like, sure, you could be like, is this gonna be the time when you throw something else? Not when you get 47 yeah. consecutive heaters. You know, like do you but think that you the other twenty in a row? You're like, okay. So unless you have two strikes, just sell off for a heater. Well, cause... aren't the White Sox talking about this after the, you know, tenth to fifteenth I mean, consecutive fastballs are talking about. Right. I mean, is the dugout not like, hey guys, news flash. His the fastball's heck? nasty as hell, but he's only throwing that. Do not look hunt heater. <laughs> I
1: certainly hope the hitting coach was saying that. And we were like hit, yeah. 30 in a row. Hey, guys, you haven't thrown a heater in thir- or anything but a heater for 30 pitches. I don't know. Maybe. I don't Who's know the how much else it... there. Uh, Castro, Jose Castro.
0: Kevin Seitz, your disciple. The thing with Castillo this year, too, is he's actually given up some, some more long balls than usual.
1: Yeah, but he's stupid good. I, I, we, we had this conversation. and I want, I want the other two guys to chime in on this. If you gave people outside of Seattle and maybe Cincinnati 20 guesses to say, name. 10 best pitchers in baseball. How many people would think Luis Castillo? Because he pitched in Cincinnati and then he got traded to Seattle.
0: Smaller markets or yeah, not as just, much attention I markets. don't think a lot
1: of people would say it because you look at his number since 2020, the last two years, ridiculously good.
0: Ridiculous. Yeah, last year he gave up – no, his, last year though he gave up 13 homers. He's got 23 homers allowed this year in pretty similar innings.
2: That sounds like he threw 47 straight fastballs.
0: No, but he's not doing that normally. Maybe he should do that it That means more.
2: he's a good pitcher. Cy Young guy. Cy Young candidates lead the league in home runs.
0: Yeah, because you give up solo dingers a lot, right?
2: Oh, he kind of took over. He kind of took over whenever Cincinnati lost Cueto, traded Cueto. I felt like he was, he was the guy that came in and, like, turned into that next guy for Cincinnati. Like, he's... He's so sneaky, nasty, and he was like ninety-seven and ninety-nine when he was peak Reds. He is nasty, but you're right. I'm sure. I'm sure he's not in anybody's top ten. He should be. Hell yeah, he should that, be that he's rotation,
0: dead. and they keep winning too, right? What is it, seven in a row? You that want to rotation, face those dudes
1: in the three-game series? You got like Castillo, fun. Gilbert. I mean,
0: not fun. Blue,
1: pick your next one? I mean, who do you want?
0: I'm a I'm a Kirby guy.
1: Irby, yeah, and pick, oh, and yeah, open. not
0: fun. Kratzy, you got the goods. I got the goods. Are you going outside?
2: I'm going outside for what?
0: You're not going to catch the hint. No. I don't know. Really?
2: I don't have them, man. I don't have them. I don't have I them. I, oh, I, uh,
0: <laughs> see,
2: and I'm so glad I didn't have them. Like this yeah, is why. Cause... This is why you don't get put in groups with superstars. Because look what he looks like. But see, look, he doesn't smile either. They put these glasses on and they don't smile. No, see? he smiles.
0: You know, and I would like for our, our um, incredible director, Gab, just just keep it on Jonesy for, for 20 seconds here while I tell everyone. Uh, <laughs> Adam Jones is, is sporting some of the latest looks from Shady Rays. Why? Because he enjoys quality shades built to last with premium polarized shades that will not break the bank. And he loves that it's an independent sunglasses company offering a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that you've worn because Jonesy cares about your wallet, okay? Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures, and no one knows how to adventure around the world like Adam Jones. That's my little poem for you. So anyway, exclusively for our FT Live fam, head over to ShadyRays.com. They're giving out their best deal of the season. You nailed that, Jonesy. Uh, Hit the code FOUL, okay? Just type it in F-O-U-L at ShadyRays.com for 50% off. Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Let's go. What do you got? I
3: was just at, I was at lunch the other day in Lake Como and
0: a guy right next
3: to me had on Shady Rays.
2: They're everywhere. Couldn't They're make everywhere.
3: it up. And I was like, where are you from? He was from Baltimore. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a good city. Just sat there and was like, okay, just turned around. He just kept looking at me.
0: Worldwide, baby, and also like, yeah. the the Lake the Lake Como flex. Like, so I was at Lake Como the other day. <laughs>
2: just dropped in, just dropped in Lake Como. Like, like the five hundred thousand positive likes on Shady on Shady Race.
0: <laughs>
2: They're all over the place, Lake no Como and Baltimore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Hey, let's slap ball. There it is. Um, Kratz hats, what do you got? Oh, th- that goodness. hat's been all over the place today. Mark, I mean, Mark said about it. My wife was
2: like, that look is no good, but I had to wear it. It was the next one in the, bu- in the bin. Jonesy, you were playing at this time. We used to get the open back hats in spring training, and this was my first ever big league spring training hat. And I found some other minor league spring training hats, but this was the first year I got – Called up to big league spring training when they had these like weird off color. It's not black, it's not blue, it's like I don't know what color it is, but thank goodness. This is why I don't wear snapbacks. It just like it was so uncomfortable and just turned it the whole day. Brutal, but it's part
0: of the history. That hat is for the question you put up on social. Do this on your Kratz hats tweet today. Be like, what color is this hat? Yeah, what color is it? That well, perfect. I'll I'll use that. Thank you uh, for us on FT Live on Wednesday. Kratzy, I'll be with you. Ken Rosenthal back. Kendall Graveman will join us. My favorite player, according to Todd Frazier. We're gonna have fun with that. And uh, Brandon Bell. So we will see you all on FT Live on Wednesday and Thursday. Look out for us um, in Somerset at the Yankees AA. So we will see y'all then later. Hey, FTLive fam, if you're new to the party on the BetMGM Sports app, enter the promo code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for up to $1,000 back if your first bet loses. It's simple. Ready? Download the BetMGM Sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit into your newly created account. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Gotta use the bonus code, foul.